Hello and welcome to Yudcast, episode 91. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. It is good to be with you on a cool, clear, beautiful, sunny San Francisco Thursday. We're going to start today with a poem as we start every day with a poem. Um, this week I wanted to share a poem from a book that I'm going to uh, mention here by uh, Natalia Toledo. The book is called The Black Flower and Other Zapotec Poems. Um, and this poem is called Childhood Home. As a girl, I slept in my grandmother's arms, like the moon in the heart of the sky. My bed, cotton from the fruit of the pachote tree. I made oil from trees, sold my friends flamboyant flowers as red snapper. We stretched ourselves out on a patate like shrimp drying in the sun. The southern cross slept upon our eyelids. Tortillas fresh from the comiscal, ropes died for the hammocks. Food was prepared with the happiness of light rain upon the earth. We stirred chocolate, and dawn was served up to us in a gourd bowl. Mm. Lovely poem. Um, and the reason uh, that I'm sharing that poem is um, related to uh, the traveling I've just done. I had the great good fortune to spend the long weekend that's just passed, the President's Day weekend in Oaxaca, Mexico, on a mole-making and mezcal-tasting trip to celebrate my father's 70th birthday. And while it was a wonderful trip filled with colors and flavors and learning and time together, I found myself contemplating something unexpected while I was there, the names of God. See, it began in Oaxaca City when I managed to snap a photo from our van of an Apple store or something like an Apple store, a, a store with an Apple uh, logo on it, but uh, that goes by the name Adonai, Adonai, uh, you know, um, f that you are familiar with, no doubt, from um, the start to so many Hebrew prayers, Baruch Ata Adonai. Um, and uh, we were in this van with other travelers, my dad and I, on this foodie tour of Oaxaca. And the apparition of this conjunction in the crowd between technology and theology provoked some thoughtful discussion. Was it a commentary on the ubiquity of Apple's products, perhaps? An invitation to critical reflection on our relationships to our phones? I never did get to find out, but it uh, left me wondering and wandering um, while I was down there in Oaxaca. And I happened to have this book that I read uh, the opening poem from by Natalia Toledo, Black Flower and Other Zapotec Poems. I often like to do that, to bring um, a book of poetry by a local poet when I um, am traveling, particularly in other countries, um, as a kind of linguistic map and tour guide. And, uh, you know, these poems, in addition to uh, the uh, descriptions of the, some of the sites that we saw while we were down there um, and some of the, the culture behind them, 
Um, the book offered also a fascinating opportunity for me to engage for the first time with Zapotec, which is a tonal indigenous language that has no connection, interestingly, to the 300 or so other indigenous languages of Central America. Um, I, it, a typical Zapotec line in the book um, reads, so I, I'll read it phonetically, uh, although I have no doubt that I'm pronouncing it substantially wrong. Zuba Gala Guichi. And that means something like in the midst of the jungle. Um, as I read the Zapotec English translations, I kept searching to try and get any kind of toehold in the Zapotec, any words that would look familiar to my English or Spanish reading eyes. And again and again, I came up empty, staring across at strings of vowels and unfamiliar punctuation marks. Finally, though, I found the word God across from diuxi, D-I-U-X-I, which looks a lot like Dios, D-I-O-S, which is God in Spanish, a connection. Our guide Goyo explained to me that the Zapotec culture has many named gods, and so the language likely brought over the capitalized monotheistic name in the wake of the Spanish and Catholic conquest. Later, I found diushi, that same word, but not capitalized, and wondered what forms for God or gods it imagined with that lower case. As we traveled, we found ourselves sharing stories of our perceptions of or connections to notions of God. My dad shared Rabbi Lawrence Kushner's teaching that the name Yahweh, yud vav being all vowels, is the sound of breath. As Kushner writes, Quote, the holiest name in the world, the name of the creator, is the sound of your own breathing. This concept is put into practice in many Jewish meditative traditions. I certainly seek my connection to all things in my morning mindfulness practice, as do our students at Brandeis. In my experience, careful, intentional breathing is a way to slow down and loosen the particularities. I tend to find in it, in it the absence of names rather than the name, capital N, or any name as such. All of this talk of names uh, ended up bringing to mind for my dad the delightful Ursula Le Guin story, She Unnames Them, uh, in which Eve takes back all the animal names that um, that Adam has given. Um, it's a quick and hilarious short story. You can find it online. Um, there's one point where the yaks have a d debate within the yak community as to the strength of their connection to the name yak. Uh, it's well worth a few minutes of your time. One fascinating moment in the story comes when, quote, none were left now to unname, and Eve goes among the animals and suddenly, quote, they seem far closer than when their names had stood between myself and them like a clear barrier. In this little feminist fable, then, the act of naming at all stands in the way of connection. Could the same be true of our names for God? And yet, somehow this seems to me a loss of richness, not just for our tradition, but for our world. Perhaps it's just the poet in me understanding the world through its language. The words Judaism assigns to God or to the divine, to my ears, speak to the interpretive tradition in the culture, to the many ways that Jewish people have always engaged and wrestled with Judaism itself. 
El Elohim, Yah, Shekhinah, Adonai, nature, the universe, nothingness, connection, breath. Or as the title of a great Juliana Spar book has it, this connection of everyone with lungs. Ultimately, however one individually defines God or gods or the divine, I believe the act of asking the questions, what is God? How do I think of my connection to something larger than myself? Is both a moral and spiritual practice and a connection to this long and winding tradition of ours. As is often the case for me, I find that I am closest to the thinking of Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, who wrote in his work as a poet the following stanza. I'll make every word a name for you. I'll call you forest, night, ach, yes, and collect all my moments, weave a bit of eternity, a gift for you. Well, I'm not sure if it's capital Y-U or lowercase Y-U or lowercase Y-Us or capital U-Us or perhaps no pronouns at all. I am grateful. Ah, yes, I am grateful for the many words and ways we find to speak to our connections. And with that, I wish you all weekends full of words, my friends. Shabbat Shalom to anyone listening on Shabbat. Thank you for being here with us on the Yudcast. We will be back with you next week.